Welcome back to the Triple Cross Podcast Baseball Edition. We are live from Sin City and we are talking baseball. Uh, just to outline our uh, talking points tonight, we're going to be talking Vegas baseball. Are the A's coming to Vegas or is it another team betting on baseball? Should it be allowed? Should it not be allowed? We're talking about some old nostalgic baseball stadiums. And also, we're going to dip into some professional multi-sport athletes we've seen in the past. And are we going to be seeing them in the future? And we're going to get into it uh, right after this really cool video. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. All right, guys. Welcome back. Uh, another baseball episode. We are back at it live from Sin City. Uh, I am I am at another location than my good friends John and Casey. John and Casey, welcome on the show. I'm so happy to have you guys back on. Uh, John, what did you learn today? We've been busy at a conference um, this this whole time. I want to get your take. How are you feeling? What did you learn today? Talk to me. I mean, today I learned that uh, if you have like a temporary front tooth that, you know, like <laughs> if your front teeth aren't real and it's temporary, it's a temporary front tooth, uh, you got to be careful what you eat, man, because it will pop out. Those temporary ones. I mean, I, I'm not a dentist. I didn't realize that it would just come out like as soon as I ate something. So now I just, Ooh. should I take it out and show everybody? That'll be fun. I look like a <laughs> hockey player. I think we're, we're all set. <laughs> Um, that's what I that's learned. Good today. note. That's uh, that is good to know. Anyone, uh, please take note of John's words of wisdom there. Um, uh, Casey, I'm gonna kick it over to you. What did you learn today? Talk to me. How are you feeling? Uh, what's going on over uh, the uh, across the across the street over there? Yeah, across the way. Well, uh, um, across the way. I learned that you can teach an old dog new tricks. Uh, John can. and I are sharing a hotel room, and John consistently, every single time that we've walked out of the elevator into our hallway, <laughs> he's taking a wrong turn. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know how he would find his room without me. Uh, but uh, for the first time since since I've arrived, he actually took the correct turn. I read the sign. That's what happened. You read the it sign. Okay. I was like, oh, we're we're in seventy one. I gotta go that way. Yeah, it was. I was proud of you, man. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. I just want so to you can't, right. You, right is right. Right feels right to me. So you can teach a, uh, an old dog new tricks is, is the learnings from today. That's awesome. I'm, I'm glad. I, I'm glad. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that is still, uh, you can still do that. You still can accomplish that in the world. Um, before we get into the show, we do have to mention our sponsors. So uh, I do want to kick it over to John to kick us off. Okay, so first up, today's episode is brought to you by Perk Chinos. Perk Chinos are chinos that make your man booty look good, right? So if you got a man booty, or if your man has a man booty, then make it look good with Perk Chinos, because you don't want you don't want that man booty looking flat. You want the man booty looking tight, like Casey's. Oh. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, 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 I mean, you guys are sharing a room, so you you would yeah, know uh, what, what it does look like. tight. That's a tight looking man. <laughs> uh, yes. uh, but you know why it's so good? Because Her- I'm just comfortable in my own body. Right. And that's because you know me, I like to be relaxed with my CBD. And if you like to have CBD in your body and make yourself feel relaxed, why don't you check out our next sponsor, Candidips. Candidips, the CBD brand that sends uh, tins to your house filled with CBD pouches. Uh, you can check them out at candidates.com. Go on over there and uh, get yourself some CBD delivered straight to your door. Uh, today's episode is also brought to you by Ondar Everyday Carry Goods. Uh, they got super sick wallets, all leather. I think I got one. I think I got one on my persons. I do. Ondar wallet. It's a little, we're a little far away right now, but they're minimal wallets. They, they got these little switchblade features. 
Uh, yeah, you can't get it. You guys can't see it very good because our camera's all the way over there tonight. Um, but on our wallets, on our bags, on our, you know, book ends. They don't have bookends. I'm they sorry. Got probably they got like stickers or something, right? They got stickers. They got gear. They actually they have apparel. They, they do graphic tee releases if you're into graphic tees, uh, phone cases, all kinds of stuff. Uh, basically, full grain leather, super high quality, super classic. <clears throat> Whatever you carry on your persons every day. Oh, cross body bags. Those are in. Well, what's the thing that always gets sold out all the time? It's like in, it's, it's these wallets, the pilot, and it is in stock right now. You got to go to ondar.com, use code triple fifteen to get fifteen percent off. And if you do want a pair of booty chinos, uh, I don't think there's a link link in the description at the moment, but we will get a link in the description for buy one get one fifty percent off a pair of perk chinos. At another moment. Yes, in another moment. Beautiful. Thank you for those uh, uh, reads from our sponsors. And last but not least, uh, Triple Cross Podcast. We are giving away a uh, free custom MLB jersey. Uh, so go to triplecross.live, enter all of your information, and we are going to be announcing the winner on a live uh, watch party opening day. Uh, we're not going to kind of disclose which game we're going to be watching, uh, but go to triplecross.live, enter your information to win a free MLB custom jersey um, that will be given away. Uh, now will be announced March 30th. So that's pretty cool. I'm I'm super stoked for that. And yeah, um, that is our reads from all of our sponsors. So we can officially can we can we get into the show? Yeah, I'm just gonna say it's okay. it's coming up quick. The opening day, you it's know? coming like, up quick. Yeah, it's it's March 9th, so we've got uh, like yeah, 21 days till we are are playing real baseball here. Um, so I want to kick it off. We are in Vegas. We are in Sin City, so it is appropriate that we talk about Vegas baseball. Uh, and we did dip it a, a little bit into it in our last show about the A's potentially coming to Vegas. There's a lot of unknown there. Uh, Vegas is a one of the places that um, I, the A's and MLB are looking at. Uh, so it should be interesting to see how it shakes out. There's also been talks about maybe an expansion team coming to Vegas. Um, and since we are here uh, and we're kind of getting a vibe, the feel for the city a little bit, um, I want to kick it over to John to see if you think that Vegas is a place where baseball can like really thrive. Right. So it's just it, the, Oakland, it just hasn't really held its ground. And I want to kick it over to you and see what you think about how, how the vibe is in Vegas and what you think uh, if baseball is suited here. Um, I guess me, Vegas is a pretty big time base or pretty big time sports city period. Well, it's, Vegas is strange, honestly. They're collecting sports franchises. Yeah, exactly. They're, but, and, and it makes sense, right? Like, the, all the sports betting kind of flows through here. Um, More popular than do, ever. Right do now. they have really – I guess my real question is, like, they're looking at an NBA expansion franchise potentially into Vegas. Uh, they do now have a football team in Vegas that, right they, before that, that they took from Oakland. Team. They yep. yeah, they have a hockey team. Hockey is very popular here. The Golden Knights are, and uh, they took they already took Oakland's football team. Um, talking about taking Oakland's baseball team too. Number one, uh, are we just going to have an Oakland versus Vegas like war? I mean, that's that's a real concern here. That's my real that's my real <laughs> concern is that there's going to be an all out war between Oakland and Vegas, uh, and you know we're going to get caught in the middle in Utah. We're just going to have to be choosing. Is there, it's going to be the Utah, the mountains that are really the dividing geographical <laughs> feature. So I know Matt's a California boy, but I don't think that's much of a war, to be honest with you. I mean, Oakland is. No, there wouldn't be. There wouldn't be a, Oakland, wouldn't be a war. Vegas is winning the war of the sports. It's taking all of them. And Oakland is about to be like. Vegas has, seems to have more money. Well, I mean, but also, here's the thing about Vegas: is like the. You have to think in terms of baseball, right? Baseball's eighty-one home games. So when you have an NFL team, there's there's like eight eight or nine home games. If I stand corrected. So you have a you have to have a very large fan base to support a team in a new city, and so like the population, I, I don't know the population of Vegas off the top of my head, but I know the Bay Area 
I'm assuming has a much larger population than the Vegas metro area. So 81 games, I mean, that's a lot of seats to fill throughout yeah. the, you know, throughout the summer. So Casey, what are your thoughts on, on a team coming to Vegas? I think it's a little more complicated than that. You know, one, there's some, uh, there's definitely other baseball teams in California, but four other ones, right? Uh, so I don't think it comes down just to population. You're dividing that population up and, you know, assuming that your stats are, are correct, I'll just take your word for it, Matt, that there's more people in Oakland. Uh, I mean, if that's all that matters. It seems like the A's have been a lot more successful than, you know, from that standpoint. So and we wouldn't be talking about moving them. Yeah, I think, uh, I think yeah. we're having a bounce back from like an oversaturation of sports teams in California. Uh, we're seeing the effects of that right now. And in, in Vegas, because the sports betting community is getting so large and so popular now, I think that there's a, like a, a fanatical kind of sports loving kind of, kind of really picking up here. Yeah, and I mean, you could. Get, I I think they need to be. They have to be smart about the stadium. It is it is real hot here during the summer, and I'm not like look. There, it's hot in other places too. It's hot in Phoenix. It's hot in Texas, right? Like it's not. I'm not saying that because it's hot, you can't put people in a stadium. You certainly can, but it will be harder if you don't consider that. So hopefully, I mean, I'm sure they will consider that. Um, but that's another thing. Like if if. Vegas people aren't really baseball fans. We'll find out real quick, and it will have been a big mistake to move them. Now, does Vegas have any minor leagues team, minor league teams, to your knowledge? Uh, so I know that there was the Area Fifty Ones, which I believe was the Triple uh, A for the Dodgers. I don't know. I don't know if they're still the Dodger affiliated team. I believe they are still here, but I don't know if they're affiliated with the Dodgers. Um, but yeah, the one thing I did notice coming through the city, like going to, uh, you know, from the airport is where the football stadium was and just how the strip is all set up, right? It's like pretty condensed. So like you can get tourists that are visiting Vegas that can walk to a baseball game. Uh, people can get around the city very easily. Whereas like, you know, in Oakland, yeah, they have the BART system. Um, but it's not as condensed as it is here. And I think that would help um, the, you know, people go to, to the games just for the convenience sake. Um, what are your thoughts on that, guys? Yeah, I mean, I, th I, I just overall, I think, yeah, just overall. I mean, if, if Oakland is struggling to fill state, I, to me, I think it's like, I, and I guess the Raiders are the same way. I think I have this nostalgia about, the A's that they're Oakland, right? Like they belong to Oakland. Right. I think there's like right. this part of me that doesn't want to move them, doesn't want them to move. But yeah, at the end of the day, like I want what's best for the league. What's best for the league is to move the A's to Vegas. And that even goes as far as yeah. to say you can't guarantee that a relocation is going to solve the problem. You can't guarantee Vegas is going to be better than Oakland. But you have to do something. You can't continue to do nothing uh, when there's not – much of a glimmer of hope it doesn't seem like you know sorry the ace fans but like it's this has all been trending one continuous direction for a while right mm -hmm. so i think it's yep. responsible it's responsibility of the league to to do some or the ownership of the team whoever it is like mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta pull your weight in the league right yeah yeah definitely uh if you're watching please chime in uh if you think the A's should be moving to vegas if it should be an expansion team what your thoughts are on baseball coming to Vegas. And since we're in Vegas, we got to talk about gambling, betting on baseball, sports in general. We can go as broad as that. Uh, like today we were at, or yesterday we were at the sports. Um, I forgot what it's called. The sports betting book where they make all the bets for sports. Uh, and it was like a very, I've never been in there. And it was kind of a, a very, uh, interesting experience, like fully, like huge TV screens and just like uh, an, an, an amount of uh, space where you can just place bets and stay there all day and there's no windows and you can get free drinks. So number one, <laughs> yeah. I want to ask you guys, like, do you think that like, obviously you can bet in Vegas, but there's also, we've got FanDuel and DraftKings and it's like spreading throughout all of sports. Um, what are your thoughts on just 
betting on sports, betting on baseball for the general public. John, I'll kick it over to you. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm not a big better. I don't have the bug. Uh, I have noticed though, that you definitely have the bug, Matt. Like <laughs> you get, your mouth starts to water a little bit. You walk in, even, even I, like at the crafts, we walk past the crafts table, Matt's like, that's a crafts table, guys. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I, I'm familiar. I'm from, I've, I've heard of crafts before. I can read as well. I know what one looks like. Yeah. Matt was, <laughs> Matt, Matt was like, how come nobody's here? Like what? Can I not play right now? I want to play. Um, no, nah, I, uh, I don't know. I so I do wonder. I would be really interested in what has happened with sports books, but a lot of them have like like Caesars have like they get they're getting big into like their online sports book. I'm guessing uh, what's where are we right now. I, I'm guessing Westgate is getting big into their online sports book as well. Um, yeah, so I think a lot of them are getting into that. I tend to think that like just the general branding that the hotel has will take market share um in the sports book game but i don't know yeah obviously betting's pretty big what are your thoughts you have anything to Casey. add yeah uh i'm also not a huge better john and i did finally learn how to like correctly re-odds and understand what like the pluses and minuses are all about uh in our like what, 32nd year of life we, we finally know now how to yeah read that uh but yeah we're not big betters i'm more of like a fantasy sports guy if you want to talk about being like hey those kinds of things i'm, I'm yeah. all in uh but as far as sports betting goes i mean it, it's like we said when we we're talking about the age and expansion coming i mean it's changing the landscape of just fandom in general and even if it's not everybody uh who participates everybody is affected by it because of the types of things that will be you know featured on screen during the games it's going to be increased amount of odds showing up for betting there's going to be more commentary around betting and honestly, that's going to bring people who didn't think they'd ever be into betting somewhat into it more than likely, too. So uh, that's just kind of the way that we're moving in most professional sports leagues in this country. Yeah. Awesome. Great take. Uh, for folks that are watching or listening, uh, hop in the comments, uh, chat away. We are giving away a $25 MLB shop gift card. Uh, so chat we'll put your name on a wheel we'll spin the wheel later um so and that's what we're giving away tonight so make sure to uh stay active in the chat um great takes guys i myself uh i i did try to bet on sports uh about a year ago and failed miserably after my friend had uh bet on the san francisco giants uh, and won a significant amount of money. And I was like, oh, this is super easy. Anyone can do it, right? So I put some money in. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is easy. And it like absolutely was the worst decision of my life. But he made it so easy. He's like, oh, yeah. But the Giants had a run in 2001 that they hadn't – no one expected. So he just got Ooh, really were lucky. Listening? But Were you listening to mine? Well, that what happened? No, I wasn't. It was, it was another <laughs> friend. Yeah, no. Uh, no. I know. Throwing some shade but, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I so I learned my lesson the hard way, uh, losing money, and I'm I'm staying away from it. It gets a little complicated too, unless you're like in the weeds. Like you, you really got to know what kind of bets you're placing too. It's not super simple to the layman. You have to Google stuff or ask someone who knows what they're doing a little bit. So yeah, and end um, of the day, the house is going to win. So. For sure. Yeah, that's that's yeah. just how it goes. And, and you know. It's kind of a cliche thing, similar to house always wins, but like, you know, bet responsibly. Don't, you, you just take a Don't bet what you can't lose. T take free advice for what it's worth. Yeah, don't yeah. bet what you can't afford to lose. It's like pretty solid rules to live by when it comes to gambling. You don't want to be uh, scraping together rent money because you were uh, a little caught up in some of the action, you know? Right. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I uh, want to. Uh, shift the conversation a little bit. I mean, it's it's a it's actually a good segue because if if Vegas does come to if baseball does come to Vegas, they're going to have to build a stadium, which leads me into my next uh, topic, which is old nostalgic baseball stadiums that are no longer around. Uh, so I am uh, I love talking old school baseball nostalgia. I mean, baseball is America's pastime. I don't, Whoever uh, wants to argue that with me, we can go head to head, but it truly is America's pastime. And there's been some really cool stadiums. The one thing about baseball 
that's so unique compared to the other sports. And I think maybe football has a little bit of it. it are there stadiums? They're so unique. Uh, yeah. Everyone is there, there's no cookie cutter, uh, you know, slice and dice where you can just pop a stadium out. And there's a lot of stadiums that have been torn down over the years. And I kind of want to give our viewers and audience uh, a little bit of history um, just to kind of go down that lane. Um, so the first stadium that I'm going to bring up and uh, is going to be the Polo Ground. So for the for the folks that are watching on YouTube, uh, I just pulled up a, a, an image of Polo Grounds. Um, and I'm just taking this uh, straight from... Uh, from Wikipedia, so uh, there's no, uh, this isn't off the top of my head, although I, I wish it was. Um, but this was uh, broke ground in 1890 um, and uh, closed in 1963. So the, 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 the team that played there the most was, were the New York Giants. Now, the cool thing about this stadium was, or the most interesting thing that I found is the dimensions. So when we think about old base, like old school baseball, these dimensions were insane. <laughs> Down the left field line was 279. Down the right field Jeez. line was two, 258. To straightaway dead center was 483. Okay. Uh, left center, 483. Yeah. 483. So, and then to left center was 450. To right center was 449. So you're talking about wow. like. Uh, well, because they had, um, I believe it was from horse racing. So it was originally like a horse track and they converted it into a, oh. a stadium. Yeah. So just so, use like a side of the horse track, basically, like an end of it, more or less. Yeah, exactly. So you don't remember? <laughs> <laughs> but when you think about like a stadium like this, I mean, there's so much history that this is where Willie Mays had his famous like over the head catch. I don't know if you guys have, have seen that, but it's like one of the most famous. This is where. Yeah. Um, but when you think of a stadium like this, <laughs> I mean, dead centers 483. Uh, you know, no one is really hitting home runs out of here to dead center or even the left or right center. Um, so you're it, talking in like the modern era, even it, much less in that era. Yeah. Right. And so like, what are, you know, statistics change based on the field that you're playing on, especially something like this. Um, so I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on, you know, what it would be to, to play on a dimension, a field like this in today's era. Um, you know, would it, I mean, it would completely change the game on positioning players and, and home runs would decrease so much. Do you guys have any thoughts on, you know, any, any two cents on that? Yeah, I think that, I mean, I'm glad that we're getting into the dimensions because as we talk about stadiums, I mean, that's, you know, you said maybe there's some of this in football, but you know what there isn't any of in football is different dimensions to the actual play <laughs> yeah, like, area. That's such yeah. crazy. Like, stadiums are shaped differently, seats are organized differently, but they don't have like 110-yard fields randomly littered throughout or whatever. Like, it just doesn't happen that way. So baseball is really unique in that way. Basketball courts, same thing, right? Yeah. Uh, so baseball is kind of right? Yeah. And I think it's, honestly, it's just it's old enough to where before standardized, they just didn't have yet. I don't even know if like uh, like yeah. replaceable parts, or interchangeable parts, had even come out when baseball started. I mean, I guess they have. But yeah. anyways, your point, Matt. I think playing on a field like that, if I'm imagining that, I could sense a certain kind of shift that would be pretty popular, and that'd be something like guarding against some kind of like Texas leaguer, kind of like you know shallow center field hits. I could see some like kind of basically the Dude, center like, field would be a real sucky time. position to play at this stage. I mean, <laughs> think about how many in, in, the amount of inside the park home runs that would be hit would be pretty pretty <laughs> interesting to see. Or there'd be Texas leaguer doubles, <laughs> man. Like you pop, you drop something into like short center field, like you might get two out of that. I disagree. So I think with if you're talking if this was a modern day stadium somehow shaped like this, I think everybody would just hit it out over the left and right field. Pens. Well, there's that. But, but if that didn't happen, but even analytically, I think that you would pretty quickly find that the best defense would be to bring your center field way back because you can't yeah. let him get exposed out there because that isn't right. in the park automatically. So he'd be playing. He'd be taking himself almost out of the game playing right. kind of like. He'd be your worst, he'd probably be like your worst outfield, really. 
You'd pinch your right and left exactly. fielders. Yeah. You'd probably play your middle infielders a little deeper. And like you would just decide anything down the line was probably a home run. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's yeah. – uh, Just a, a little update in the chat here. Michael asked who our favorite MLB teams were. And I was manning the chat, so I made some decisions. I just made stuff up. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, Casey, Casey's the biggest MLB fan here, and he's a big-time Dodgers fan – or big-time Braves fan. Just loves them. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> one of those things I do. Uh, no, I mean, I, I do reserve my right to just kind of, like, be on whatever team I want. Bandwagon. Yeah. I'll bandwagon away. Casey's a bandwagon fan. The other two things were Mike- Matt is a Dodgers fan. I am a Mar- Mariners fan. Michael Scott played uh, Polo Ground on MLB The Show 22 and 23, which is cool. Yeah, I mean, it is cool that you can play, like, old stadiums in uh, video games. We may do that for uh, for an episode. Yeah, like, yeah, to to pull up some of these stadiums. Um, I want to move on to uh, my next stadium. Give me a moment here while I I navigate this a little bit. Uh, Bear with me. Uh, but the next stadium is one of my favorite stadiums. Um, it is dun, 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 Ebbets Field. Uh, so Ebbets Field, uh, this is a famous so stadium where the Brooklyn Dodgers played. Um, this is where <laughs> Jackie Robinson played. Um, and, you know, this is uh, – this is actually a stadium where – so if you look at the new stadium where the Mets play, um, which is – I'm blanking on the top of my head right now. Um, it's not Shea. Oh, Mets fan, get in here. Michael. Yeah, What's Michael, where, why, why, am I, why am I blanking? Um, it's uh, City Field. Uh, City Field, yeah, City Field. It's got to be a brand, of course. Um, they actually resemble mm-hmm. – or they have a lot of the, the uh, exterior is very similar to – Ebbets Field, um, and that's a really nice touch that they they had. So they are bringing some of these new stadiums that they're building uh, from the old stadiums that are no longer around, and kind of incorporating them all. I've actually had the pleasure of going to City Field, uh, walked around, and it really it, it is a very cool uh, feeling. It's not. It feels like a home, uh, like a new age home. I've also been lucky enough to go to Wrigley and Fenway. Those are also, I mean, those are the the, the crown jewels of baseball stadiums. It's not like that, but it's a new age feel of that. Um, yeah. So do you guys have um, thoughts on, you know, the new stadiums that are being built and, and having that old nostalgic feel uh, bringing back to life? Maybe it's like nostalgia within our own lives, but I don't think so. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you call baseball America's favorite pastime for a reason. Uh, it has more nostalgia baked into the sport than any other sport, in my opinion. Yeah, and I love it when they uh, kind of try to keep traditions alive or a look of an old stadium. And bring. I, I'll, I'll throw out. I, I don't want to spoil anything that you might be bringing up, Matt. But like, I remember when the new Yankee Stadium was built. And for a team, for a franchise like that, with the largest uh, history of success in the yeah. league, at least, uh, I think they actually did a really good job of keeping true to their history and kind of Yankees fans. I, and I've never heard a peep really like they were they were happy with the upgrade, but it felt the same. And that's what you're looking for as a Niners fan. Levi Stadium, we took a while to warm up to because we had to go from the stick, which was. Like, I mean, one of the premier stadiums in the country. I mean, everybody knows about Candlestick. Levi Stadium took a while, but uh, that's my thing. I like it when they keep the same vibe and they honor the tradition. I think sometimes it gets better, honestly. So I remember when I was probably – and maybe it was the time of life or whatever, uh, but baseball was always my favorite sport as a kid. I remember when I was – I want to say eight, seven, eight, nine, something like that, going to a game at the Kingdom. Um, And, I I mean, I loved it. And that was like – that was like Randy Johnson, Alex Rodriguez, Ken Griffey Jr. Like that. Was I mean, that's the like Mariners. yeah, that yeah, that was the that, that was, was the squad. The Mariners. Jay Buhner, yes. Edgar Martinez, Alex. let's go. Yeah. yeah. Um, jo- Joey Cora. Jo- uh, Joey, Joey Cora was at second base. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Joey Cora. Okay. Dan Wilson. Dan Wilson behind the plate. Oh yeah. So, yeah. but but I also.
Uh, I think John and Casey have uh, frozen, so apologies to our listeners and viewers. Uh, just a reminder that uh, hop in the chat. Uh, we are giving away a $25 MLB shop gift card tonight. Uh, make sure you jump in the chat so you get to enter uh, on, on, we're gonna spin the wheel later, uh, $25 MLB shop gift card. Also a reminder, uh, go to uh, triplecross.live to enter uh, to win a free custom MLB jersey. We will be announcing that on uh, March 30th during a live stream event. Um, so triplecross.live, enter your information for a free MLB custom jersey. Uh, so those are the two uh, giveaways that we have. While these guys are getting back online, I'm going to hop over to our next um, stadium. So we keep this ball rolling. Give me a moment since I'm operating solo here. Um, bear with me, folks. And I'm going to show you the next stadium that I want to highlight. Uh, and maybe some folks have actually been here. Um, so this is uh, Tiger Stadium. Uh, so uh, obviously the Tigers did play here. Uh, they played here until... Uh, I believe it was... I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just browsing on Wikipedia and giving me a lot of... Uh, different information, but the Tigers uh, played until 2009, it looks like here, um, and then they built uh, Comerica Field, which is much better, but this is where Cecil Fielder, I mean, I remember when I was a kid, he would just hit home runs over the fence here. I mean, uh, it was a uh, pretty uh, run-down stadium, but I will say it does have this kind of, like, same kind of feel. Uh, it's interesting they have the two decks in the um, bleachers, uh, like across the whole thing, which I haven't seen that yet happen at a, a stadium that's a new stadium that's been built. Um, so some kind of funky features there. Um, but uh, again, maybe a new stadium that will be built maybe in Vegas. So they'll have a two-story deck in the bleachers, which would be kind of cool. Um, but uh, the city was a little bit sad when they tore this one down. But Comerica Park, I've also been there. I've been lucky. I actually went there last year. Uh, beautiful stadium, really cool. Um, and I think it was definitely a, a much-needed upgrade. But Tiger Stadium uh, was a gem. And, yeah, you could hit the ball, like, out of the ballpark. The dimensions on, on Tiger Stadium were actually relatively um, – uh, they were large. Center field was 440. Dead center was 440. Left field, 340. Uh, right field, 325. Uh, so, again, a pretty large stadium. The capacity uh, originally was 23,000 when it opened, and it grew to 52,000. So uh, I don't think that needed that double-decker in the outfield. But, um, again, it was, uh, it was a gem, no longer. Uh, but... I think the Tigers de deserve that much needed upgrade. Um, let's see if my guys are back online. I don't know if they are. Uh, so we will continue on uh, and see. Uh, oh, we're back. You're back. Okay. Yeah, we're back. Uh, for everyone who's watching and listening, please go to triplecross.live. Uh, enter your information to win a free MLB custom jersey. That will be, we will be announcing the winner on March 30th during a live stream event, um, triplecross.live. And also hop in the chat. You're going to be entered to go on a wheel that we're going to spin later for a $25 MLB shop gift card. So make sure you jump in the chat. I don't see that much activity. I see Michael is, is definitely chatting it up, uh, but that's the only one I see that much activity. So make sure you jump in the chat. Gonna jump in the chat now. Say your favorite baseball team, and we will enter you to win an MLB Shop gift card. Otherwise, you don't get a gift card. No. And gift also, card. if no you, if you got thoughts on uh, the stadiums that we went over, uh, Tiger Stadium. If anyone here has been to Tiger Stadium, because it 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 was demolished, you know, maybe a little bit over a decade ago. Love to hear if anyone's been there. 
Uh, Ebbets Field, definitely no one has been there that's been on here in the polo grounds or even played at the stadiums um, during, you know, playing playing video games and will be the show. Uh, love to hear what you have to, share, to say. Um, all right. So let me just do this. Bear with me, folks. Um, so we are moving along to our next segment, uh, which is kind of in the same vein since there were some stadiums that had uh more than one sport that played in it uh i think the polo grounds also had some football so i i'm actually bringing back some multi uh multi sport professional athletes and i want to have the discussion with john and casey uh because we've seen them in the past and we haven't seen them in quite a while um so the the one that comes to mind uh for me is Deion Sanders. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh Deion Sanders, baseball, football, like phenomenal athlete. Um Casey, I know you have a take on uh the football side. I'd love to hear your thoughts on how he was as a football player and maybe how uh if at all playing baseball helped him in his professional football mm -hmm. career. Yeah, so uh, Dion shut down corner. Uh, pretty much, to my knowledge, pretty much the first one the league had ever seen, like in that form, where he was just going to be bigger, stronger, faster than anybody lined up against him. And he probably was better at catching than anybody he was lined up against, too. Uh, he was also a like premier returner of an interception. So, like you said, highly athletic, uh, especially on the speed end, I'd say. And I would say that is the part of his game where it makes him an incredible baseball player as well. I would argue he's definitely a better football player, but great at both. Um, because in baseball in particular, you can have a day where you don't swing the bat very well. The best hitters in the game, they get on base, what, 35% of the time? That's really good, you know, something like that. Uh, it's just it's a game where you lose a lot. You can make errors in the field. You can do all kinds of things that can go wrong. But speed shows up every day. And it shows up in every facet of the game, except for pitching, I suppose. Well, leg speed, at least. Uh, so, Deion Sanders was just a valuable guy. You know, he was going to be valuable to his team no matter what he did. And I would take Deion Sanders, I would take Prime uh, in a soccer team, a hockey team. I mean, that dude's competitive <laughs> and he's just the real deal. And I'd play competitive tiddlywings with him if I had to. Yeah, like if I needed a partner for pickleball. Yeah. That's really good. Um, if, John, you, if, on if you, uh, I guess my question is, do you think, and I have like a return question basically, because Casey said yeah. all the things there is to say about Deion Sanders. If you think, do you think it's more likely that a professional baseball player, like an MLB player would be able to play football or that a professional football player would be able to play baseball? <laughs> well, it's, it's uh, the skill level you need to play baseball is much more. Um, it's, you have to learn the skills you need to at, a, at a younger yes. age. Yeah. You, you, you can't, can't step you into can't, baseball. So you, you can go from like... baseball. Yeah. You can go from baseball to football. I think, pretty easily as long as you are a good athlete and like and are that yeah. type of mentality but to make the other switch I, I don't know i mean this kind of i'm yeah that those are my thoughts on that yeah i know so and this is actually i'm pulling from one of our favorite podcasts new heights the kelsey brothers podcast they keep having the bait with their guests even like who do you what do you think do you think an nba player could play in that uh in the nfl like more likely or is it more likely an NFL player could play in the NBA? My answer would be just about any sport with like towards football or away from football that you're talking about here. I would say it's going to be easier to adapt to football. Yeah. Because there's more position groups, there's more positions available. Whatever your skill set is, yeah. there's likely something you can do on the football field where you'd be fine at. That's, that's my position too. Because, like, so first of all, baseball is a sport, man, where like, you can't even really start playing it after the age of 12, I would say. You know what I mean? Like, like picking I, it up like, for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you want to start playing at, like, 11, 12, 13 years old, like, it gets kind of too late. You kind of miss the boat. Like, it's a very particular skill set that's, like, it's going to be hard for – like, you're going to be that kid 
You know what I mean? Round that, bat, round ball. You're going to be that kid who like throws the bat and like just is, yeah, like just awful. Your whole team's mad when you come up to the plate, um, which is sad, but that just is. That's baseball. You know, like that is baseball. And I think, yeah, unless an NFL player, no, maybe some NFL players are like Deion Sanders. They played baseball and it, it totally works. But um, it's the same thing with, with NBA. I think that, yeah, there's more of a skill set in the NBA. And very few football players are like 6'6 six, six or 6'8. Six, like, Real right. good point. Real quick, back to prime, uh, Deion Sanders. Yeah. Notorious trash talker. Right. Real easy to do when you're lining up on the line of scrimmage against the other team to talk trash <laughs> to them. In baseball, yeah, you're actually way more – like you interact with your team a lot more, and that's what happens is you end mm-hmm. up – I don't want to say you hate teammates, but like you end up kind of feeling negativity towards your own teammates just as much as the other yeah. team. Because you're in the dugout with them. You're not lining up against them the same way where you get to take out your aggression on the other team and, hey, you're my brother because we're on the yeah. same sideline. Yeah, my, my, I mean, my main, my main point there is that my the thing I'm mostly impressed with about Dion is uh, he was a freak athlete. Absolutely. No freak, freak athlete. But, like, that's not enough in baseball. No. Like, you've got to have, like, a very particular – like developed skill set that's hand eye and and a lot of people have it that are not athletic at all. Like there's yeah. plenty of baseball players who are not athletic, um, less athletic right. than their other sports. Yes, it's parts. it's very possible to have it. I should say when you're not all that athletic. So that's I think that's the main thing I'm impressed with is that it's just like he he's this freak athlete. He could have just got by on that athleticism, but he still develops like very hard to develop skill set. Yeah, and you know, I'm just looking at his stats right now. It's pretty fascinating. He only had one baseball season where he played over 100 games uh, in the 1997 yeah, with the Reds. But, yeah. Right. He played 115 games. In that season, he stole 56 bases. So <laughs> if he had dedicated himself yes, to baseball, <laughs> like, I mean, talk about, like, you can't teach speed. I mean, that's just uh, right. incredible. Yeah. Um, another, so I want to, I want to touch on, uh, Michael. Yes. Deion Sanders was a great multi-sport, uh, sport athlete. Uh, another one is Bo Jackson and we got to talk about Bo. I mean, yeah. this guy uh, was also was like an absolute yes. unbelievable, uh, athlete, uh, freak too. Um, I don't know that much about his football, um, career. Casey, John, thoughts on like how he was able to take some of his baseball skills and and move him over to baseball uh, to to football. Uh, the, the only thing you need to know about Bo Jackson when it comes to football is the Tech Mobile video game from like 1994. Or <laughs> That's all. He's, he's an absolute cheat code. Like literally, you can run. You can't get tackled with the guy because he's faster than everyone. But that's how he was represented on a television screen playing amongst you know, freak athletes in their own regard in the NFL. He was completely dominant, impossible to bring down. He's the entire offense. And if you wanted to play him at linebacker, you definitely could have. He, Deion Sanders is in the top, like, 0.01 percentile of freak athletes already. Yeah. And Bo Jackson's even rarer, more of a freak. Yes. It's just, that's yeah. not Bo Jackson was league. more... He was bigger His and strong. Size and yeah. damn near as fast. Yes, bigger and stronger and nearly as fast as Dan Sanders. Uh, that, dude, Bo Jackson is maybe the biggest freak of all time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Other than Will. Yeah. But, you know, we, don't need to get, we don't need to get into Will, but. Yes. <laughs> uh, real quick okay, for the folks Will, that are Bo watching. Bo Jackson's probably the biggest freak of all time. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say there, uh, there's quite a few folks watching and listening. Uh, go to triplecross.com live to enter free MLB custom jersey we're going to give away on March 30th. Also drop, hop in the chat, talk talk to us about Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders, what your thoughts are on them. Who's a bigger freak, Bo or Deion? Love to hear your comments. Um, John, I didn't I didn't let you finish your, your uh, sentence there, so I want to kick it back over to you. I was done. It was done. Yeah, it was done. I just You said, were done. Okay. You know, Will, okay. Will Chamberlain's the biggest freak athlete of all time. I'm going to stand oh, okay. by that. Also, also okay. a multi-sport athlete. He was like a you know, uh, big big eight, I think, at the time. What's now the Big Twelve uh, track champion in college? But oh wow, okay. um, yeah. But Bo uh, Jackson, Bo Jackson, stats, Bo Jackson yeah, for basically. strength is pretty insane. Like he was just yeah. strong, man. Yeah, he was just built like an ox. In the, uh, so Bo Jackson played more baseball than Dion. 
uh, like in a shorter condensed mm. time period. Um, he had, so his, his best year he had, he played 1989 with the Royals. He had played 135 games. He had 105 RBIs, uh, 39 walks, 32 home runs and 26 stolen bases. Um, I mean, that's in 135 games and he was also playing football. <laughs> How many home runs did you say? 32? Uh, he Two. had 32 home runs. Yeah. Better resume across yeah. the two sports for sure. Yeah, I mean that's just. So here's my here's my question. Uh, there are some freak baseball players too that I think could play football right now, and I'm going to really? call out Aaron Judge and Mike Stanton. I mean these guys on the Yankees are they're both like I I don't know their stats off of my head, but one measurables? is like six 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 five like two fifty two sixty two seventy. Um, I mean, their contracts, I feel like, I, I don't think that we will ever see kind of that cross multi-sport professional athlete again, because their contracts are too no. big. They probably have, you know, that built in John. Yeah. I, I mean the measurables and I'm going to assume. So, so one of the points that's been made about this, like you said, uh, other skills are probably most transferable to football because, in football, a lot of in in many position groups, a lot of it is about athleticism and even like a certain brand of athleticism. You know, like in a receiver position group, it's like, are you fast? Can you jump? Like, can you yeah. catch? I guess, but most baseball players can catch. Like, they're gonna be fine. Um, in in even the defensive side of that, like there is some technique to coverage, but it's not incredibly difficult um, from a skill standpoint. I will call out one thing about football because I feel like it, it, we're sort of bringing this vibe of like, oh, any of them could foot play football. So Aaron Judge and who else did you say? Mike Stanton. Yeah, I, and I don't know if they played football in high school or in college or whatever, but um, what what some football players have said about this is like, let's not underestimating, let's not underestimate the hitting in the NFL. Like it, it is mm -hmm. like running into a truck, and not a lot of guys can actually just like do that, even if they are athletic. So. I, I don't want to downplay that, uh, even a, if they true. played high school football. The game is faster and the hits are harder. The grit is needed. It's the yeah. grittiest sport, uh, at least of the few that we're talking about. It's not about. the same mindset as you take to baseball. No, really. baseball, I mean, even in the most serious It's a much moments, more calm, like, It's a different it's, You mindset. need to be zen. You yeah. don't need to be thinking, like, I got to, you know, grit this one out. And, so, and right. I will say also in football, like, of course, there's when you're comparing it to other sports, there's going to be a little bit lower bar for – for what is acceptable athleticism wise, because you just need more bodies, way yeah, more bodies. Than sure. You need a lot of uh, baseball. You need a lot of bodies though, too. How many uh, players does a baseball roster carry? Half, twenty-five. Half really? Football. Twenty-five. Oh wow, only twenty-five. Even that includes the whole bullpen and everything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like postseason rosters are expanded a little bit, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. They uh, they used to. So I need to uh, kind of. Re the, the rules have always changed recently, but they, they used to expand to a 40 man yeah. roster during, you know, in, in September. Uh, I think it's not the same, yeah. but yeah, I knew mean, football is 52, right? Uh, it's 53, but 53. they've also kind of played with some expansion stuff like the, or uh, yeah, with the COVID rules and stuff. It got kind of fast and loose there for a minute. Well, and they've even played with like, you have to have a third string quarterback at all time. Okay, does that guy have to take a roster spot then or do we get a roster spot for that? It's all in flux. Right. So uh, Michael said 26 now. It's Matt, actually 20. Yeah, 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 he's right. Yeah, he's right. Got you. Uh, yeah. yeah, got Ooh, me. Roasted. <laughs> roasted. I know. Yeah, I mean, okay, when it, when it was 25, I was going to accept your premise that football is way more. But when it's 26, I mean, it's half as much, so. I don't accept your premise. Not quite. Still not quite. But yes. Uh, uh, so Michael said no more 40-man roster now like at 30 at most. Yeah, I have to look at the – they, they've they gone back and forth with the CBA yeah. and like all that stuff. So I have to see what it – when it expands, how much it expands to. Um, so I need to brush up on that a little bit. But I want to hear your thoughts, Casey. I know you're our football uh, guru expert. My uh, Aaron Judge is 6'7", 282. Where would you put him on a football team? That's a guy who could maybe play in the NBA. Yeah, sure, maybe. And I would say maybe so yeah, he could be 
in any sport he wanted. He could do competitive bullfighting. Had had he always <laughs> done that? Had he always been a football player? Always been a basketball player? He probably he's got the measurable. He could be a kind of like a forward in the NBA, which is kind of the comp you get a lot in the NFL with tight ends, which is probably what I would say he fit best as. Again, assuming there's no particular skill, you know, but uh, like pretty right. football skill, I mean, that he has over another that we don't know about. But I would actually say skill type positions he'd likely click into pretty well because because baseball is so skill heavy. Yeah, that's why so I said NBA so- because I, actually, I, I I think he could have the t- like I think a lot of big dudes in the NFL maybe have the measurables to play in the NBA or maybe have the athleticism, but I think a lot of them don't have that like touch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's not something you develop in football touch, but right. in baseball you do develop a level of finesse and touch. And and so yeah, if somebody's six seven, what'd you say, two eighty two, two eighty two. That's a and is a baseball player and has that kind of like skill set. That's a guy who could probably play in the NBA. Yeah. yeah. What about Mike Stan? Mike Stan is uh, six six two forty five. Hmm. Yeah, I mean he'd be similar. Uh, he'd be like a smaller. Uh, like tight end size guy or, uh, you know, depending on like their personality, like the, their aggression levels, which yeah. ju- judge appears just like in personality to be slightly less aggressive. So kind of offense works. Uh, maybe Stanton fits better on like the defensive side of the ball, kind of like a hitter, like kind of mm-hmm. big linebacker. Uh, even though those guys tend to get smaller, he, maybe some kind of edge rusher. Yeah. Uh, I can't, I don't know about his burst speed in particular, but like if he's got some speed, he could, he could really lay the hammer on defense. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, he, those are those are both guys who could maybe have the measurables to be basketball players as well. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, really. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just they're just got like God. God gave them something, and uh, and that's and that something is whatever you want to do, you do it. If they were on my football team, I'd be like, right. you know what? Screw it. Let's line you up a quarterback. See what happens. I bet you'll figure it out. Probably pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, last but not least, we have to touch on the goat. And I'm talking about MJ. So he tried to play baseball, and we know how that went. And so we're talking about – I mean, we do, right? Like, I mean, he didn't he, – he, his first One sport, game. really, his, his first love was baseball before basketball. Yeah. I mean, that's why he wanted to become a baseball player. Um, but we're talking about players that can shift from one sport to another, and we saw the GOAT in one sport and try that out. Um and I want to, uh, John. I want to kick it over to you since you're uh, the base, uh, the basketball expert. Um, thoughts on MJ when he tried to transition over to baseball? Yeah, uh, I think um, baseball is a it's it's incredibly different in terms of movements and like the actual muscle groups and stuff like that that you're using. So uh, I don't know. I don't know if you watched the Last Dance. I think most people did. Uh, yeah. They got some hitting coach for his minor league team to say, like, I think if he would have kept playing, he would have been fine. And I'm kind of like, this is an end. <laughs> That's the point at which I was like, this is an MJ documentary. Like, this is just like a. <laughs> uh, uh, do we have you, John and Casey? I think we may have lost them. They're using the uh, hotel Wi-Fi, so uh, it's not an exact thing. Oh, oh yeah, there uh, we go. You guys back? You bet. Okay, it's like cool. for now yep. at least. I think he's yeah. he's he's mega competitive, but baseball is one of those sports that it's like you can't force it. You know what I mean? I'd bail out that hitting coach though, because if you say like, yeah, if he just would have stuck with baseball when he tried to make the shift, yeah, he would have figured it out. I don't matter. I don't agree. Yeah, he wouldn't have been. Uh, we may have lost John and Casey again. Bear with us. It's hotel Wi-Fi. We know how that all goes. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna remove them and just go solo here. But yeah, MJ playing baseball. Um, we know how that went. I do think, in addition to the finesse part that you have to have as a baseball player and and a basketball player too. But when you're on a baseball team, it's a team sport, right? You can't just you get one at bat uh, every. Uh, you know, nine times you got to rotate through the order. You only play in a certain position on the field. You can't just dish the ball to the same player every single time. So it is a much more of a team sport where no one can just kind of take over unless unless you're a pitcher, right? Uh, that is the one position where you can like, you know, 
if you're on a roll, you can really dominate. Um, so, um, yeah, so we, we've seen players that have tried to, to switch from some successfully, some others not successfully. Um, and I'm curious to see if there's going to be any others that um, come down the line. But again, their contracts, I think it's a little bit, uh, it's much more, uh, much more challenging than it used to be uh, before. Um, I'm going to wait for Casey and John to get back on because we do have to spin the wheel. Uh, we are going to be spinning it shortly. So jump in the chat. Let me know your thoughts on uh, folks that are playing baseball. If, if you think they can play another sport uh, or who besides Stanton and Judge you think maybe could play another sport. I know, Michael, you said Judge was actually recruited to play tight end in college. Thank you for that. Um, uh, yeah, so jump in the chat. We're going to spin the wheel. $25 MLB shop gift card giveaway. Also, triplecross.live. We're going to be giving away a free custom MLB jersey on March 30th. Uh, we will be announcing the winner uh, during that show, um, but you got to enter your information all uh, before then. Um, if you're on, jump in the chat. Uh, let me know your favorite teams. Uh, let me know what, uh, I want to know what stadiums people have gone to that they love. I've, I've had, I've been lucky enough to go to maybe, I think it's about 15 stadiums. We talked a little bit about stadiums today. What are your favorite baseball stadiums right now? What kind of food do you like to to eat at those stadiums. I'm a foodie. I love trying all different types of food. Uh, please send, uh, uh, I see the chat's a little light right now, so please chime in. I'd love to know your thoughts on that. Um, and yeah, uh, and if you think they, if you think baseball will come to Vegas, when it will come to Vegas? Um, I don't know, it's in 2023. I think the earliest it will probably come would be 26 or 27. Otani two-way base. Yeah. Well, we talked a little bit about Otani. Um, I do think he is uh, he is like a, a modern day freak athlete. I do think that he could play. Um, he's a big dude too. I think he could also play uh, in the uh, NFL. Um, I don't think he is tall enough to play in the NBA. Uh, Michael's been to, let's see, Michael, you've been to City Field, Camden Yards, Wrigley, Nationals, and Fenway. I have not been to Camden. Um, I have been to City, Wrigley. I have not been to Nationals. So I, you have been to two that I have not been to. Camden Yards, uh, I've always wanted to go to that. Uh, big Kyle Ripken Jr. fan. Uh, Nationals Park, pretty new. I don't. I don't make it out to the East Coast too often, but those are two fields that I um, I, I definitely want to check out. What, uh, Michael? What are your favorite food uh, options at either Nationals or Camden Yards? Because when I do go, I I want to have some good insight. Um, let's see. Oh, cool. So John and Casey, um, you can kind of hop on whenever you want. Oh. There we hey, are. hey, 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 we hey we're it. back. Hey, we're back. We're uh, okay. Um, do you guys are we ready to spin the wheel? We got a wheel. All right, so here's the deal. Is that everybody? Here's the deal. If we've got we've only got three people on the wheel right now, we got Deb who was on at the beginning, we got Michael, wow. and we got Miguel. Uh, if you want to win an MLB shop gift card, then you need to top in the chat. You got to do it right now. You got to say who your favorite baseball team is or your favorite baseball player, uh, and you will get entered. You'll get put on the wheel to win an MLB shop gift card. Uh, I don't know, Matt, maybe talk about one more thing to give people a second uh, to get on the wheel. Yeah, for sure. You got All one right, more thing so to talk about? I, I always got things to talk about. My, Michael, I feel like, is oh. a big – Michael, you said you're – okay, Michael's got the barbecue at – Camden and sausage at nationals food. for food. We're talking about food. We're going, we're going podcast. baseball. I haven't, I haven't been to Camden yards. I haven't been to nationals parks. So we're talking food. So I'm going to try the barbecue Camden yards, sausage at nationals. Uh, I'm definitely looking yeah. forward. And Michael, you're M Michael is a Mets fan. So Michael, I do think that, um, 
the Mets have a very high likelihood of going deep in the playoffs this year. I know your boy Steve Cohen likes he wants to win bad. He's got Buku Bucks to throw around. Um, I do I do like the Mets. I do like City Field too. It's got that nostalgic feel. Oh, and we're getting right into it. We're pulling up the wheel. So wow, only three people. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> Well, you got a 33% a chance at winning $25 at MLB Shop gift card. Next time, uh, for the folks that missed out, jump in the chat. You can win uh, free gift cards. John or Casey, spin the wheel. Let's go. It's a little delayed on my end, I think. Yeah, we got Deb. Deb, if you're still here, uh, Casey, shout out our Deb, email Deb, you need address. to email us at triplecrosspodcast at gmail.com. Let us know that you won the wheel spin for the $25 gift card on the Baseball Coming to Vegas episode. Uh, you can throw in the date if you'd like to, just something so that we know where what we owe you. What we'll we owe you. Yes. What we owe you. Sweet. Uh, last but not least, I want to mention to go to triplecross.live to enter to win a free MLB custom jersey. We will be giving that away March 30th during a live stream watch party opening day. Um, for all the folks that are here, please check it out. Um, guys, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for being in Vegas. Like, should we, you know, time, maybe... Man. Yeah, this has been a great time. I uh, I'm looking forward to winning some money on the craps table um, yeah. later tonight. It's your time. <laughs> uh, everyone who's been watching and listening, thanks for uh, joining us, and we will see you on the next baseball episode. Baseball's getting close, so uh, we'll see you on the next one, guys. See you later. Let's go. Let's go.